Hey, when you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about those out-of-pocket costs. Now, that could be a lot of money, but are your medical bills accurate? Now, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills actually contain errors. Now, HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, or fraud. Now, you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Check them out online, healthlock.com. Go there today. Pure Talk, my sponsor and my wireless company, of now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. Now, as you plan your summer travel, make sure that your wireless company covers you at home and abroad. Now, you can get unlimited talk and text, plenty of 5G data for just 20 bucks a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile for the exact same service. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N, make the switch today. Save an additional 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Hey, Sean Hannity here. If you're in a situation where you feel threatened, well, instinct, that might drive you to reach for a lethal means immediately. but We all want to avoid the irreversible consequences of using deadly force. Now, enter the Burner Less Lethal Pistol Launcher. It is equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo. It can incapacitate any attacker for up to 40 minutes. It's legal in all 50 states. It requires no background checks, and it can be shipped right to your door. Go to their website, byrna.com slash Hannity right now, and you'll get 10% off. Well, we're coming to your city. Gonna play our guitars and sing you a country song. We'll all be flying higher than a jetliner. And if you want a little bang in your yin yang, come along. We saw today's inflation data 70% of the increase in prices in March came from Putin's price hike in gasoline. Well, first of all, I acknowledge, one must acknowledge, um, the prices are going up. Inflation is a real issue. A lot of it is having to do with the COVID and supply chains and now uh, Putin's gas tax, essentially, uh, by virtue of uh, his invasion of Ukraine. Freedom is back in style. Welcome to the revolution. Yeah, we're coming to your city. Gonna play our guitars and sing you a country song. Sean Hannity Show. More behind-the-scenes information on breaking news and more bold, inspired solutions for America. This is a special edition of the Sean Hannity Show. America trapped behind enemy lines. Day number 243. All right, hour two, Sean Hannity Show, toll-free. Our number is 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of this program. Uh, look, we keep telling you that this election year, and I've said this over the course of my career, and, and I've meant it every time, and I've felt it every time, but I've never felt it the way I do now. The country, we're, we're at, we are at an inflection point here. This is a tipping point election, as far as I'm concerned. The damage that is being done with our borders, with our economy, uh, the damage on foreign policy, giving up energy independence, Afghanistan, Ukraine. I mean, it's become an unmitigated disaster. I went through all the economic numbers earlier in the program in the last hour, and it just can't get any worse than that. 
Uh, and I'm worried, especially about the poor and the middle class in this country. Uh, anyway, we're going to get to Dr. Oz in just a second. Uh, last weekend, while in North Carolina campaigning for Senate candidate Bud, who's running against former governor, two-term governor, President Trump mentioned his support for Dr. Oz in the great state of Pennsylvania, the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. Here's what he said. I endorsed another person today, Dr. Oz in Pennsylvania. President Trump endorsed Dr. Oz for Senate because Trump knows who the real conservative is who's going to shake up Washington. It's not David McCormick, the liberal pro-Biden, pro-China Wall Street insider. It's Dr. Oz. Trump calls Oz smart, tough, and someone who will never let us down. Endorsed by Trump, the conservative fighter Pennsylvania needs. I'm Dr. Mehmet Oz, and I approve this message. All right, Dr. Oz, Republican Senate candidate running now. Uh, welcome back to the program. Congratulations on the endorsement. Um, a poll had come out prior to this endorsement that said uh, 63%, fully 63% of Republicans in Pennsylvania wanted to know what Donald Trump thought of this race, and he came down on your side. Um, but I'm not surprised because I know you better than most people. Well, you're kind to say that. I, I want to emphasize for everyone listening that President Trump does his homework. He also has darn good instincts, and he asked me a lot of tough questions before he wrote, and he wrote it himself, this announcement where he said, I was pro-life, very strong on crime, the border, election fraud, our great military, our vets, and we'll always fight for and support our under siege Second Amendment. Those topics galvanize Republican primary voters because that's who we want to be. And the president knows that. Those are his values as well. So it was a great honor when he said that I was smart, tough, and will never let you down because that's what I've tried to do my whole life. That was what I was taught by my father, who was an immigrant recruited here uh, by, by, by America because we needed doctors back in, in those days. Uh, and it's what I have done in my medical practice and host on the Dr. Oz show. But when you serve the people of Pennsylvania, you have to be those things. It's a, it's a complex state. It's a microcosm of America. It's a bellwether for our 2024 election. Because if you can get an eastern coastal city, Philadelphia, and a midwestern city, Pittsburgh, and an area in the middle that James Carville famously called Alabama to agree on a candidate, you understand what the real issues are. And I'm optimistic now more than ever, not only that Republicans will prevail in large numbers because we're animated by what's gone wrong with Biden, as you hi highlighted earlier in the show, but also because we know that their solutions are fingertips. They're things that we have been lied about continually that I can address with a bold, loud voice in Washington. And I think that's why President Trump chose me over my competitors. Look, it's the nature of primaries that you get attacked by your opponents, et cetera, et cetera. And, and I've been watching the race very closely. And, you know, I've watched you be being called pro-choice. I'll let you respond to that. Anti-Second Amendment. I know that's not true. Uh, comments about you because you did a show, a daytime TV show, uh, not associated with you on your position on transgender and energy and law and order and safety and security and on health care. All of these things have come up. And I have ex I have had exhaustive discussions with you on all of these topics. And I guess, you know, there is a reason why President Trump, he did. I know for a fact that you guys had long discussions as well. He wanted to know, as I wanted to know, where you stand on the, on the issues before I supported you. And it's amazing to me that some people just just don't want to hear it. And I figured I'd give you a chance to respond. And the funny thing to me is when I came out very early for President Trump, it was it was based on the same exact 
formula. I spent hours and hours. I'd known him for 20 some odd years before this, but he got when he got serious about it, I said, I'm not supporting anybody that's not a conservative. And I'm when I did endorse him early, I got the crap kicked out of me. People saying he's not a real conservative. And there's a few people. It's not the same as it was back in 2015 and 16 that are doing the same thing now. But I know the truth and I have an obligation to tell the truth to my audience. So I want you to address where you stand on these important issues that matter to people in Pennsylvania. Well, the irony to me is these accusations are being made without showing me on my show, which I made thousands of episodes of my show, without ever showing me on my show saying things that might make you think I'm any of the act you just threw out. So if you make thousands of programs and never say anything that supports what your accusers are claiming, it does it by itself cause concerns that there's not a lot of veracity. But let me go through this because I'm proud of my, of my record. And I should point out my mother-in-law, who's an ordained minister, who actually circulated some of the early pro-life literature in Montgomery County outside of Philadelphia, where we live. My wife went to seminary. The hardest endorsement I had to get was my mother-in-law's to marry my wife 37 years ago. Best thing I ever did, by the way. And we live in the house we were married in. So my mother-in-law knows who I am. When she saw those early ads claiming that someone was against the pro-life movement, she wondered who it was because she wasn't going to vote for them. And then she realized it was me. And I remember she was stunned. <laughs> she said, they're saying you're, that you're They do call That's politics a blood sport. If you need me to call her and, help, and talk her off the ledge, I'll be glad to assist. Well, I'm a heart surgeon. I should know about blood sports. So here's my <laughs> you deal. should. I'm about life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Life starts at conception. We have to protect our babies. I've operated on babies right out of the womb. I know how precious those beautiful little hearts are, thimble-sized, barely eking blood up to those fragile beings. We wouldn't hurt it at that age or nine months earlier. But we have to take those same children and protect them through their school. We cannot allow them to be indoctrinated, to have values shared with them that aren't uh, felt strongly by their parents. We also have to take those kids and educate them so they can go out in the world and, and make it better. We, uh, while we do all that, we have to make sure we have a health care system that manages them. That's life. Liberty is about making sure that the First Amendment is protected. You and I are on you know, big-time television. It's got to be there so we can say what we see. But you have to have a Second Amendment, too, because you have to be able to use that to protect the First Amendment. So any law-abiding American citizen ought to be able to buy a gun of their choice. And by the way, you, you have a concealed carry permit. You're, you've been a proud gun owner for all your adult life. I learned to hunt in the middle of Pennsylvania with my father when I was 12 or 13. My boy, Oliver, taught him to shoot before he went to school. We owned a dozen guns. Uh, you know, I'm, I understand guns. I understand their power. And I understand why they're around. Not to hunt. It's to protect us in case the government overreach, which is what we witnessed during COVID. Also, I'm strong on crime, which is what President Trump emphasized. And on the border, we cannot have a cartel run human trafficking operation. And they're also running drugs, which took 100,000 American lives last year, four times more than COVID took amongst people under age 50. I'm big on the vets uh, and, and, and making sure our military is very strong. And here's the last thing. And this is in order to have it all, we need to have an agenda for prosperity. Right? And you have to do that, you have to have energy dominance, less regulation, less taxes, and we have to be able to allow capitalism to thrive. And that's the pursuit of happiness. Life, liberty, pursuit of happiness. That's what I stand for. I've not deviated from that. You know, I'm, I'm listening to all of this. And if if you listen to opponents, that they're, they're saying that you take just the opposite position. Look, I know I understand pro, uh, primaries. This is not my first rodeo. I've do, been doing this for 35 years on radio, believe it or not. And, and now into my 26th year on the Fox News Channel. So that doesn't surprise me. But I just want to make sure, because... I asked you this question. I'm going to bring the whole story forward and let everybody know. I asked you, are you pro-life and do you mean it? Will you fight for it? You said you would. 
I asked you, are you pro-Second Amendment? Is it real? You just explained uh, to me, you explained to me then what you explained to our audience now. Yes, very pro-Second Amendment. I asked you about energy, which is so pivotal, pivotal to our economy. It's the lifeblood of the world's economy. Yes, you want more energy production. You want America energy independent. You said that to me. Is that correct? Correct. And not just the independent, energy dominant. And to just take two seconds. As a doctor, I see what we did with COVID, where we believed a false narrative that caused mandates, paralleling what happened with energy policy. We have the Green New Deal, which is a lie. Scientifically speaking, forget about ideology. It's not feasible. So energy dominance is critical to our well-being. Here in Pennsylvania, we've got more natural gas under my feet than we could ever use. We can power the entire country for 200 years. We could supply other countries with enough energy that would be the equivalent of electrifying every vehicle in America, plus putting a solar panel on every roof in America. Yet we are not allowed to do it because the Democratic woke ideologues with middle-level bureaucrats passing regulations make it impossible for energy producers to move forward. You understand that law and order and safety and security it's a prerequisite for anybody that wants to pursue happiness. We talked at length about that, and we talked about these people that support defunding, dismantling the police, and these no-bail laws, you're, you're for funding the police and against no-bail laws. I'm a police surgeon, as my father was. I actually have a badge taking care of police officers either hurt in the line of duty or having illness while they're in, in, in blue. And here's the irony, the mental health challenges that these brave souls face because they don't feel respected by society is shameful. We should be supporting people for risking their lives to protect us, not defunding them. All right, quick break. More with Republican Senate candidate Dr. Oz. He's running for the great Senate seat, Republican seat and nomination in the state of Pennsylvania. Ever play the game, would you rather, for example, you can play with Linda, you want to be a donkey or an elephant politically? Pretty easy answer. Elephant. All right. Every day. Now, would you rather overpay for the exact same cell towers with the exact same 5G network, with the exact same number of bars, meaning of power on your phone, with the exact same phone and phone number, or would you like to pay half with a company that probably supports your values because it's a veteran-owned company? In other words... It's time for you to understand completely that you get the exact same service offered by Verizon, AT&T, T-Mobile, the same 5G network, the same cell towers, and the average family saving close to $1,000 a year. Now, hundreds of thousands of us have now made the switch in these inflationary times. This is real money in your pocket. They have more plans, more options than the big carriers at Pure Talk, unlimited uh, talk, text, and six gigs of de data. It's only 30 bucks a month. You want unlimited data? You can have it, and you'll still save a fortune. Anyway, just dial pound 250 on your cell. Say the keyword, save now. You'll save an additional 50% off your first month, and you can literally be switched over to Pure Talk service in less than 10 minutes. Pound 250, keyword, save now from our friends at Pure Talk. on finding solutions to today's biggest problems. This is The Hannity Show. We continue now with Dr. Oz running for Senate and the Republican side. 
uh, in the great state, Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. Let's go to the issue of health care, because you and I had long discussions about this. Uh, I mentioned my support for health savings accounts and, and health care cooperatives. I think I told you about my friend, Dr. Josh Umber in Kansas, in Wichita, Kansas. Um, he has he charges everybody as an adult 50 bucks a month. You couple this with catastrophic care, if something really bad happens, a bad accident, heart attack, stroke, or something like that. He buys the pharmaceuticals directly from the manufacturers. You get a 90% discount. You get as many visits as you want. You have access to a doctor, concierge care, 24 hours a day. 50 bucks a month That's it. for an adult. That's amazing. Uh, you like that idea. You you actually supported that. You supported health care savings accounts. How do you feel about Obamacare? Obamacare itself, the idea of giving care to a lot of people, sounds great, but you don't have the ability to pay for it because you haven't done the hard work of finding the fraud, waste, and abuse. It's a worthless effort, which is what it ended up being. Which is why you called it a we, disaster for the country. It is a disaster because we we're, we let people continue to take advantage of a big pot of gold that we kept filling. But as typical for Democrats, they never looked at who's you know how it's used. I want value in healthcare, and Americans want two things. Americans very clearly want to have their own doctor, which is smart, by the way, because having a doctor improves your health care dramatically. And the most expensive thing in medicine is bad quality care. That's what costs us the most money. The second thing every American wants is they want to know what things cost, transparency, and what works. So that's feasible now. But, Sean, if I were to prescribe you a medication, I would not be able to find out what it costs. Literally, I'm blocked mm-hmm. from learning that. Well, you know, blood pressure medications that are twice a day work. But if I can make it a once a day, I can patent it again, charge 10 times more money, make a lot more for my company. So people do that. If I want to go full circle prices, here, and I'm looking at the clock, and I'm going to lose you in a few minutes. Okay. You're also for lowering taxes on the American people, and limited. you want a limited bureaucracy, less government in our lives. Uh, you believe in constitutionalists on the bench. You've dealt with this issue of transgender. No, it should not be available to young children at all, ever, as some people have accused you of. Um, and then I asked you the final question, and I'm, I don't know if you remember the moment. I said, look, I said, I really want you to look me in the eye. You're promising me that this is where you stand on these issues, and if you get to Washington, you're going to fight for every single one of them. You can say it in your own words. I've spent my life fighting for the people I serve. I've done it for my patients. I did it for my viewers for 13 years. That's why we're the number one health show in the world, but, you know, of a hundred different countries because people saw me do it time and enough. I've risked everything, taken on the biggest foes possible on the largest stage, network television, and guess what? I've got the scars to prove it. I cannot be bought. I'll leave it with President Trump's words. He wrote this himself. Smart, tough, and will never let you down. I pledge that to you as a friend, Sean, but I'm also pledging it to America because it's the right thing for my country. I would not have given up the life I had, which I proudly did because I feel this country can benefit from my participation. If the people of Pennsylvania want me to serve them, I will serve them honorably with great gusto and make them proud of me. And I will not be a backbench senator. I'll be in the front and at the tip of the spear leading us put forward to address the cultural issues that are destroying our nation. Let's get our values, the Pennsylvania values reflected in Washington. They'll start making the right decisions. But what you just said, not the friendship we had established before you were thinking about running for office. It's what you are pledging is why I proudly endorse you, not for any other reason. I don't endorse people because we're friends. They've got to stand for those principles because that's what's going to save the country, in my view. Dr. Oz, Republican Senate candidate, congratulations on President Trump's 
uh, endorsement. And thank you so much for being with us. And I think this needed clarity because I've been reading a lot of stuff that just I know not to be true. God bless you for the opportunity to share who I am. I continue to do it. DrRoz.com has all of my positions, all insights you may want to check out. And I'm very optimistic, especially with President Trump's support, uh, that we're going to get America to think very clearly uh, about what's happening over the next couple of years in preparation for the national elections in 24 as well. All right, Dr. Oz, thanks for being with us. Quick break, right back. deserves to know the truth about Congress. All right, 25 now till the top of the hour, 800-941-SEAN, if you want to be a part of the program. Um, We keep getting new information about the Biden family syndicate. Uh, Now, you've seen probably FoxNews.com video of Hunter Biden's wife giving a thumbs up on, well, how's your husband's spirits amid the federal probe? We now know the grand jury has been convened. We know they want to know who the big guy is. Uh, Also, and we had known this before, but for whatever reason, it's picking up a lot of attention lately. Remember James Whitey Bulger's nephew, uh, Jim Bulger, business associate of Hunter Biden, just like Devin Archer's head of the prison. He really hung out with a bunch of winners. Uh, Anyway, he appears to have played a key role in a number of the Chinese business ventures uh, Whitey Bulger, you might remember the notorious Boston uh, crime boss who became one of the nation's most wanted fugitives after fleeing Boston in 94. He wasn't captured until 2011. He's serving a life sentence uh, for 11 murders and other crimes, etc. But anyway, Jimmy Bulger, the son, served as the president of the Massachusetts State Senate for eight years. Billy Bulger, an ally of John Kerry, he served in the Senate. Kerry's stepson, Christopher Hines, also co-founded Rosemont Seneca with Hunter and, and Devin Archer. Um, now, let's go back and, and remind you, because we now have pictures of Joe Biden with Hunter Biden and with foreign business partners. And he had stated over and over again that he never, ever once discussed any of Hunter's foreign business deals. How many times have you ever spoken to your son about his overseas business dealings? I've never spoken to my son about his overseas business dealings. I have never discussed with my son or my brother or anyone else anything having to do with their businesses, period. And what I will do is the same thing we did in our administration. There will be an absolute wall between personal and private uh, and, and, and the government. Do you stand by your statement that you did not discuss any of your son's overseas business Yes, I stand by that statement. Do you think it was wrong for him to take that position? No. Knowing that it was really because that company wanted access to you. Well, that's not true. You're saying things you do not know what you're talking about. No one said that. Who said that? And, of course, the big lie. Now, two weeks prior to the 2020 election, we know that, in fact, the media mob went into full-on lying protective mode for joe biden as oh no this is all russian disinformation 51 former intelligence people oh it's all russian disinformation they had no basis to make that comment now here we are with the grand jury looking like they're about to indict hunter biden 
And with emails that bring Joe Biden right into the forefront, right into the middle of all of this family syndicate business, uh, there are serious questions about whether with China, Russia, Kazakhstan, Ukraine, whether or not Joe Biden is compromised. Now, remember, as vice president, he leveraged a billion taxpayer dollars and said, you're not getting the billion. You got six hours um, unless you fire that prosecutor. Who was the prosecutor? Prosecutor was investigating Burisma Holdings, of which zero experience Hunter was being paid millions of dollars. He got paid millions from a Russian oligarch, former first lady of, of Moscow, one point five billion dollar deal, Bank of China. Uh, this whole family is up to their eyeballs in this. And so anyway, Hunter gave one interview on Good Morning America, and it was a disaster. Any experience in oil, gas, energy, Ukraine? No, no. Why do you think you, you you got paid all that money? I don't know. Maybe because your father? Probably. Listen. When he said, I hope you know what you're doing, what did he think you were doing? Well, he read the press reports that I joined the board of Burisma, which was a Ukrainian natural gas company. And there's been a, a, a lot of misinformation about me, not about my dad. Nobody buys that, but it buys this idea that I was unqualified to be on the board. What were your qualifications to be on the board of Burisma? Well, I was vice chairman of the board of Amtrak for five years. I was the chairman of the board of the UN World Food Program. I was a lawyer for Boyce Schiller Flexner, one of the most prestigious law firms in the world. You didn't have any extensive knowledge about natural gas or Ukraine itself, though. Uh, no, but I think that I had as much knowledge as anybody else that was on the board, if not more. No experience. Why do you think you, uh, you know, got the job? I don't know. Because your dad? Probably. Jim Jordan joins us. Now, Jim Jordan has been pointing out, rightly so, that new text messages, new emails show that Hunter's business was a family enterprise. And Joe knew all about it and all the evidence exists. Jim Jordan, how are you? I'm doing fine, Sean. Good to be with you. <clears throat> Okay, let's get your take on on what was said, the lie that was told, what we've learned, and the media being complicit and big tech being complicit. Yeah, I mean, there's there's all kinds of places we could go, but <clears throat> I do think what you mentioned, Sean, is the 51 former intelligence officials, six of them former CIA directors, when they do that letter, and this is why we ask for information, who they talked to, how they put that letter together, what was the basis of their of their letter, because in that letter they used that one sentence, this has all the earmarks, the hallmarks of being a Russian disinformation campaign. So uh, that letter became the basis for the conspiracy, the conspiracy between big tech, big media, and Democrats, to keep this story, this information from we the people, just days before the most important election we have, which is electing the next commander in chief, the next president of the United States. So I want to know how that was put together. And this idea, this is a sort of a broader problem in, in some way, Sean. This idea, these quote experts get to say things, and then we're supposed to take it as gospel. This was the same as when Adam Schiff. To, you know, said, oh, we have more than circumstantial evidence President Trump colluded with Russia. As the intel chairman, that when you make that statement as the intel chairman, it has added weight because we don't get to see information he gets to see, but he was still misleading us, just like these 51 former intel officials were. So I think that is a big thing we have to investigate and find out why would they were making this statement. Was it just purely political, uh, or what was the basis of it? By the way, I did forget to mention uh, that you did author this incredible new book, uh, do what you said you would do. By the way, it's really that simple when it comes down to it. Yep. You've all you've also pointed out how these emails and and texts, et cetera, new information show how involved Joe Biden was yeah. with these shady business dealings. 
something yep. he denied again and again and again. Yeah, well, remember that debate before the election. He was asked about this. He said, first of all, he had nothing to do with it. The most recent text messages seemed to dispute that. He also said, my son had no involvement with companies with links to Ch- communist China. And there are, as I said last week, there are 4.8 million reasons why that statement is not accurate, because Hunter Biden got paid by CEFC, this big uh, Chinese energy company, $4.8 million in one year's time. So the, we know that statement was wrong. Um, I think the other important thing here, Sean, is why suddenly is the mainstream legacy media now writing about this? You know, the Washington Post two weeks ago did two stories, one at 11 a.m., one at 11.04 a.m., two eight-page stories four minutes apart about this. And that, that is, I mean, after telling us for 18 months it was Russian disinformation, to do two stories within four minutes? This tells you no, because they knew that this was coming. They knew the grand yeah. jury had yep. been convened yep. and they knew the evidence exactly. on the laptop was damning. And they knew. OK, so uh, they've said it over and over again in terms of Joe's involvement and Hunter complaining that he had to pay, you know, everything for the entire family, pay for Joe's home repairs. Uh, don't worry. Unlike Pop, I won't uh, make you give me half of your salary uh, and it goes on from there, um, you know, expenses, expenses listed as J.R.B. bills. That's the president's initials. Mm-hmm. Um, he said he didn't do anything wrong and that he never had any interactions. But we have two. He has the Kazakhstan oligarch, a picture with Hunter and Joe. We have yep. the Mexican uh, p- business partner who, by the way, got an email saying, I've let you go to the White House all these times, and I've let you go to, you know, see my my father all these times, and I've got nothing from this. Yeah. Sean, you and I know, because uh, you talk to them every day, uh, the American people have common sense. The American people have figured out long ago what this is about. Big tech, big media, and, and the Democrat Party tried to keep this from us in the run-up to the most important election we have. But the American people now know what's happened, uh, what took place, and what this, this family enterprise was all about. What we need to do in Congress is we need to figure out what these intel people were doing. We need to also figure out this, because in one of these agreements, uh, the Washington Post story points this out. Hunter Biden said he would take the money and uh, the retainer, the big retainer, half a million dollar retainer he took to find out one question. And one of the executives at the CEFC energy company in China, he went, his job was to find out if he was under investigation. So how does Hunter do that? The FBI doesn't reveal who who they're investing, what Chinese business people they're investing, Chinese American business people they're investing. They don't do. How did he? How was he going to get that information? Did the FBI actually share that? Did the Justice Department share that? So there are lots of questions that in Congress we need to get answers to. But the fundamental, overarching question: the American people, with their common sense, know what this was all about. What about the fifty-one former U.S. intelligence yeah. officials uh, that slammed this as a conspiracy? Not one of them had any knowledge whatsoever to sign that document or make that that statement, not one of them. Yeah, and the same time they're signing that, Sean, remember what was going on. John Ratcliffe, the acting director of national intelligence, was saying there was nothing to uh, that, that this Russian disinformation campaign, and we had an eyewitness, an eyewitness who appeared on your network, who said that, you know, not, not just any eyewitness, a guy who was a business partner, eyewitness, Naval Academy grad, served our country, successful business guy, who goes on TV and says, Joe Biden is the big guy. This is what was going on. So the eyewitness and the director of national intelligence, we can't take their word for it. We have to take 51 former intelligence officials who had no firsthand knowledge of what was going on. We take their word for it, and the media runs with that story. That is why it was so damaging and so wrong.
You know, one thing, Senator Ron Johnson, both he and, and Senator Chuck Grassley have been doing a great job in the Senate, your sure counterparts. Uh, Ron Johnson said corruption and the complicit media of the complicit media, law enforcement and intelligence agencies interfered more in U.S. elections than Russia did. I mean, that's a really powerful statement. Yeah. I mean, this story kept from the country as we're making the most important decision that that's what they did. And we all we know if this was if this story would have been given to play, it should have been given as something this important. We all know what would have had an impact. We know it would have affected how people vote, but we didn't get that. We didn't get the truth. Um, and now we have a guy who's been president for 14 and a half months, and everything he has done has been a disaster. From the border to crime to energy to inflation, 41-year high inflation, foreign policy, not to even mention what they've done to our First Amendment liberties. So that was the result of this false story driven by those 51 people who signed that letter. All right, quick break. More with Ohio Congressman Jim Jordan on the other side. Then we'll get to your calls. I want to remind you, with each mortgage-free home, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation delivers on their promise to do good and never forget the sacrifices of America's greatest heroes, what they've done for us. Now, our nation's heroes, the people that risked their lives for our freedoms, for our country, for our communities, they now need your help more than ever. Now, that's Gold Star, Fallen First Responder families with young children, our nation's most catastrophically injured first responders, vets, and even homeless service members. They all need your help, and that's where Tunnel to Towers Foundation comes in. Now, for some families, the foundation brings them the comfort of knowing that they can stay in the home where they made memories with their fallen loved one. For other families, the foundation enables new memories to be cherished forever. Now, all of this is possible only because of everyone's generosity and support. Uh, they're asking all of us to pitch in 11 bucks a month. And if you, could do, if you can't do a lot, do three, do two, do five. Whatever you can do would be well appreciated and for a great cause. We have a special website set up. It's the letter T, the number two, the letter T dot org. The letter T, the number two, the letter T dot org for the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. Final Hour Roundup is next. You do not want to miss it. And stay tuned for the Final Hour Free-for-All on the Sean Hannity Show. Continue with Ohio Congressman Jim Jordan is with us. Now that Joe Biden is implicated in the authenticated laptop from hell, doesn't that mean that any investigation has to include him? I, you know, I leave that to investigators, but it sure seems that way. I mean, it, 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 would, it would sure seem to, to, to be that, that, that that'd be the case. But, um, you know, we in Congress, we got to do what we're supposed to do. And for me, that focus has got to be on these intelligence officials, what they kept from us, and frankly, how this, you know, what they did and how this story has changed. I I, I just find that phenomenal. It started off, it it was, well, we don't know. It's not his laptop. Then it quickly became, well, it's not his laptop. It's Russian disinformation. And now it's, well, it wasn't Russian disinformation, but Joe had nothing to do with it. And now it's, well, Joe had something to do with it, but he didn't do anything wrong because Ron Klain told us that a week ago. And now it looks like on the most recent text, he did do something wrong. 
we don't know if we, we need to investigate. So, yeah, it seems like that, that needs to be looked at uh, by, by a special counsel or by the Justice Department. By the time I think they ever get to Joe Biden, you want to know what I think their excuse is going to be? Uh, the president has had a significant con- cognitive decline, in, and he just doesn't have any memory of any of this. Yeah. You want yeah, to bet? Uh, well, I don't know. I mean, let's, you know, it's sad what we see. Uh, you, you don't, um, but I, I, I think, you know, I think everyone uh, sees some of the same things we do. You don't want, you, you want the president to be um, doing the best job he can. Yeah, and I, 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 you're right. I do want a strong president, but we don't have one. Yeah. It's a, and again, I think the, the country, uh, the country sees it maybe more importantly or as importantly as I think foreign leaders see some of the concerns that, that, that you've raised on. And um, that's, that's not what we want either. It's not a matter of think. I don't know if you saw the skit by Saudi Arabian television. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it, it's a, it was humiliating for our country. I felt. Yeah, yeah, we, and that's again. I, I think it was uh, you know uh, Secretary Pompeo was asked a question about um, you know just just the what's projected from the the current you know the current presidency and from the Oval Office today. He was asked a question. A while back, he said, would, would some of this stuff have happened with, with specifically talking about foreign policy? Would, would this have happened uh, under President Trump? And, and I thought this, the former secretary gave a great answer. He says, well, the short answer is I don't know, but I do know this. It didn't happen under President Trump. And I think that, that says so much. And that is a concern I think so many Americans now have uh, when we see some of the terrible things going on uh, internationally. All right, we want to wish you and your family a happy Easter. And by the way, you have any date when John Doerr might get us that report? Maybe the I year 2029? <laughs> I don't know, Sean. Uh, but let's, uh, you know, it's been some interesting filings, and we've learned some some important information, but let's, uh, let's hope it comes quickly. All right, Congressman Jim Jordan, the great state of Ohio with us. 800-941-SEAN is our number. You want to be a part of the program. Quick break, right back. Hollywood is under siege from an external force. Now, the same Hollywood that sold the American dream, they are now making nightmares a reality. Many major films make choices to appease the Chinese Communist Party to be distributed in China. Now, you can join Tiffany Meyer, an investigative reporter in the Hollywood Takeover, brought to you by the Epic Times, where she reveals how the CCP exerts control over some of the major studios. Now, don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. And for a limited time, you can watch the first 10 minutes for free at HollywoodTakeover.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.